Today, let's face it, Jesus drops the bomb. He drops the bomb. He drops it on the Pharisees in the story, but he really drops it on us. So beware. This is a good one today. I usually begin with the first reading and work my way up to the gospel, but today I'm going to start with the gospel. In fact, I'm going to start with the very last line of the gospel today. And in it, in the story that Jesus tells, he says that um, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they would not even be persuaded if somebody should rise from the dead. Well, the Pharisees didn't have a clue what he's talking about. He hadn't risen from the dead. He hadn't died yet. But we know. We worship this one. This is the Christ. And we say Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We believe in him. So these words are really spoken to you and me. And it is a bomb. Now, Jesus, it doesn't say today that he's saying a parable, but I believe it is. But he could be stating the fact that this conversation took place between uh, um, this, this uh, Abraham and, and the rich man. But I think it's a parable. And uh, there's a lot of teaching going on in it. And uh, in the story that he tells, there is this rich man. And, and there's a lot of details. He, he is dressed uh, in purple and fine linen. So he is wealthy. And he eats sumptuously every day, sumptuously. And as Jesus sets up the story, we have this comparison or really a contrast, this rich man, and then there's this poor beggar who's on the ground begging every day outside the door of the rich man. The rich man doesn't hear a thing, doesn't do a thing for him. Even the dogs come and lick the sores on Lazarus' body. He is so, he's sick and begging and poor and hungry. And then uh, the rich man dies. And when he dies, you heard the story, he has this conversation with Abraham because he goes into torment, whereas when the poor man died, it says angels took him away and brought him to Abraham, to the bosom of Abraham. So here he's now blessed because he was so poor in life, and this one who was so rich in life is now poor and suffering. So he begs Abraham, Please, St. Lazarus, just, just do this much for me. Dip his finger in some water and let him put it on my tongue and give me some comfort. Jesus never exaggerates in his stories, does he? Oh, my goodness. And so Abraham says, I wish I could. But you see, there's a, a big chasm here. We can't cross to you. You can't cross to us. It's just the way it is. Now, this story, this story is a story of urgency. Because you see, if we are in this story and on the side of the rich man, there's nothing wrong with being rich. Don't get me wrong. If you, any of you have a nest egg that you're taking care of your future, God bless you. You're smart. Got to do it. My own parents, uh, before they died, they took care of their funeral arrangements and they got their coffin and they got the plot of land, everything. They didn't want to hoist that onto us. Now, that's, that's kindness to think of your children that way. But um, there's nothing wrong with having money. This is the issue that Jesus makes. Money can own us. We think we own it, but it can seep down into our soul and, and make us selfish people, people who have no compassion. We have to be careful. There's nothing wrong with money, but how we use it 
can damage us deeply, deeply. And the person who has money, if they have even once in a while a little compassion for others, if they're thoughtful and generous, you know, we had the people from Unbound a couple weeks ago. How wonderful if you selected someone in a foreign country, you don't even know the person, and you're going to give them 40 bucks a month so that they can eat better and, and maybe have some health issues taken care of? Wow, that's generous, that's loving. So Jesus is saying, beware, beware, because you can be supremely blessed with all kinds of things and stuff and money and wealth, but your soul dies. It dies inside. There's nothing going on. And you can be dirt poor and have a rich, big, loving, compassionate spirit. And so Jesus says, do it now, because the rich man didn't. And when he died, he was in these dire straits. So he says to Abraham, the rich man says, you know, okay, if you can't help me, at least go help my brothers. So once again, he's thinking others. This is his own family. I have five brothers. Send someone to them to, to, to tell them this so that they don't end up in the same place I am. And Abraham just says bluntly, they have Moses and the prophets. Listen to them. Just like we have Amos today. Listen to the prophet. He says, you people that are lying on ivory couches and eating wonderfully every day and you're killing the fattest lamb for you, just for you, take, 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 take. Don't give, give, give. No, 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 no. Take, take, take. Keep it for yourself. Beware. Because you're going to be the first ones thrown into exile because you don't have a heart open to anybody else but yourself. Feeding and satisfying yourself only. That's, that's the damaging part. So he says, they have, they have uh, Moses and the prophets. Listen to them. Listen to Amos. And he says, no, they won't listen to them. But if somebody should come back from the dead, maybe they would listen to them. And then Abraham says the killer line, here's where Jesus drops the bomb. Boom. No. Mm -mm. If they don't listen to Moses and the great prophets, they wouldn't even be persuaded if someone came back from the dead. And then the bomb explodes in front of our eyes because we're the ones who know this story, not the Pharisees. Jesus hadn't died yet. But we're here 2,000 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus because we believe in the res resurrection of this man who died on that cross. And so we therefore, I think, are supposed to believe everything he tells us. And if he's saying, beware, be careful, please be careful because you can have a lot of stuff and have a dead soul. Don't let it happen. But use your stuff wisely. Take care of yourself. Take care of your f future, but have a heart. Have a heart. And Jesus is inviting us into that place. It's nice if we have both. If we have things, but we know how to share them. Today, as we listen to this message, Jesus makes it urgent. And, and in telling the story, it's not the issue that the man had a lot of stuff, but he just didn't know how to use it. And the issue was he never learned, ever, until after he was gone. For myself, I believe in the God who somehow, somehow is going to find a way to save us no matter what. But, but how sad 
if we go through this life, especially if we're given blessed with many years, I have, I'm 72 years old. If, if in seven generations, I have not yet, decades, I have not yet learned to be generous and loving, what's going on inside me? My soul is shivering, shivering up, and, and it's, it's, it's calcified, it's dead. And so this Word of God comes to you, it comes to me today to invite us into a fuller life. Imagine if we are those people who are compassionate, loving, who love to serve. Today, we have the knights out there in their green shirts with the baskets all over, collecting underwear, new underwear. Hmm, costs a fortune, huh? Don't think so. Socks, new socks. You know, I'll bet you, I'll bet you that if I walked down by the river today, that I'd, I would see a hundred people living along the river. And I'll bet you, I have no way of proving it, I would, certainly wouldn't ask them how undignified and, and savory that would be, but I'll bet you that there's some people that have been wearing the same underwear for two months. I can't even imagine it. Can't even imagine it. And here we are in Los Angeles, one of the wealthiest cities and one of the wealthiest states. In fact, we have the seventh, in California, the seventh largest economy in the world. Bigger than nations. The seventh largest economy, just looking at California. And we have 60,000 people living on the streets. One third of them are women. Women alone, living on the streets, sleeping on cement. It doesn't make sense. And I say, what if everybody just in L.A. County, that's over 5 million people, just in Noah, that's over 12 million, I think, uh, 5 million in the city. What if we gave $1 a day? It ain't going to happen, I get it. But what if we just gave $1 a day in the county? That'd be $12 million a day for the homeless. You think that would work? You think it would help? I do. But it takes real leadership to call that out of us. Real leadership to invite us to be compassionate and loving. That's what Jesus is saying. Beware, be careful. It's not what you have or even how much you have, but how you use what you have.